Hello, you all. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. You know, I'm going to talk about a little bit of a serious topic, and this topic is called No Time to Fear. I was thinking through um, my son, uh, me recently losing my son, and I know I've talked about this a couple of times, but you guys have to bear with me because I'm still very much grieving. But I thought about no one could have told me that that would be the last day I saw his face that morning. We live as though we have forever. We don't live thinking through this could be our last day. And I started thinking through all of the amazing people that are parts of this community. And I started thinking through my own life. And I was thinking through, we really don't have time to fear. You know, uh, as weird as that sounds, but the dreams and the talent and the goals and everything that God has put inside of you. You know how sometimes we can put things off because, you know, we're afraid of what people are going to think, what they're going to say. Maybe we've tried, you know, doing whatever and it didn't work out. Or for many of you, and I know that this is true because I've read so many comments. Many of you are doing things right now you actually really don't want to do, maybe as a profession or what have you. Um, and for whatever reason, there's lots of different reasons, you've not really pursued that path that you know you need to do. And some of you are doing pretty decent things that you kind of like, but there's this other talent or this other something that God has put inside of you, and you just haven't quite gotten it off the ground. You've been delaying it or you've been afraid, you've been giving in the fear. This message is for those people who are in in, in in those categories. The people that feel they have another day, another week, another month, another year, and they continue to procrastinate and put things off a little bit. This message is for you. I drew this little chart and I started putting in here, and I don't know if you can see it, but I started uh, just putting X's in a box. And uh, I don't know, I just started thinking through how differently would we live our lives if we knew exactly how many days or how many months or how many years we have left on this earth, what would we do differently? So just imagine each of these boxes. And I just randomly started putting X's in a box, just so you know. I'm going to put down a few more, you know, to get up to the year that we're in now, right? I don't know. I'm just throwing some X's in there. But just imagine if, if, this, if this defines your life right here. Each X represents, let's say, a year. And just imagine, you know, we don't know, but God knows if we had another row here that was left, maybe just one more row. We don't know. Now, for those who are listening, and I apologize, I should have said this before because many people listen to the podcast. I have sort of a grid or chart and it has, I don't know, maybe 90 or 100 or so squares on it, if you can see it, maybe 90 or 100 squares. And I've already put X's in, I don't even know how many maybe 40 something or 50 something squares. And it looks as if there's maybe give or take 30 something squares left. So hopefully that makes sense if you're just listening. And the whole premise of this is we really don't know how much time we have left. And yet we allow in many cases, day by day, week by week, month by month by month to go by and not really be doing the things that truly give us joy and happiness or the things that we know, we know, we know, we know for a fact that God has given us the gifts and the talents to do, but we've, we've either talked ourselves out of it or um, someone else has talked us out of it or our situations are just so dire or, or what have you that we, we just don't see any way that we can even accomplish it. But I want to challenge that thinking just a little bit because I wish you guys knew more and more about me. I'm trying to 
put out as many podcasts as I can. But if you only knew every major move that I made in my life with any type of thing that I've done uh, concerning my dreams, my goals, or I should say the, the gifts that God has given me, it was very, very, very bad situations that I came out of. Very, very bad. And God made ways out of no way. Very, very bad. I want to challenge your thinking that if you knew, and hopefully you can see this chart. I, I'm not sure if it's angled right. But if you knew for a fact that you only had so many years to fill up these boxes or so many days or so many weeks or what have you, if you only had so much time left, how radically different would you live your life? Now, I want to encourage you. This should not be a discouraging message. And I know for some of you, and I pray that you're not uh, discouraged by this. I know there are some people who are in those situations uh, where they've been giving bad health news. And, 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 um, and, and, I, and I don't mean to discourage you in any way, fashion or form. Uh, I, I just want to paint a picture that life is just so short. And we can't keep putting off dreams and goals and things for another year or another day or another month or what have you. Because there's some fears there. I want you to start saying to yourself, if you're listening to this message, I want you to just start saying to yourself, I simply I don't have time to fear. If you're listening or watching this podcast, I just pray that you say to yourself right now, I do not have time to fear. There's a passage I want to share. Let me grab my glasses real quick. Uh, and it's a passage I want to share that's in um, Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 7. And it's just a simple verse. It's, it's, in, it's, 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 sec, it's actually the second part of, of verse 2. And it just says, for death is the destiny of every man. The living should take this to heart. I just want to say that one more time. For death is the destiny of every man. The living should take this to heart. That's our destiny. Now we're talking death in the physical, of course. Um, you know, because I, I assume many of you believe that we live on with God, as do I. Uh, but you get my point in terms of... Uh, uh, on the earth, death is the destiny of every man. You guys, we all are going to go one day. In fact, sometimes I'm so weird. I don't know. Sometimes I think through, I can be in a room with people, especially a lot of people around about my age. And I sometimes will look around the entire room. I've actually never even said this out loud. So this is weird that this is common to me to even share because I wouldn't plan on going into all of this, but I've, I've sometimes span, taken a span or look at the entire room. And you know what I sometimes say to myself? I'll say something like, wow, and not even 40 or 50 years from now, or maybe even 30, you know, because you guys can look up the average life expectancy, right? I say to myself, everybody in this room is probably going to be gone. Maybe there'll be a few left. I wonder if everybody knows that. And I know that's weird to think that way, but that's just a little weird me. But in an odd way, it encourages me and inspires me because it helps me to push through the fears of not doing something or not, you know, 
living my life to the fullest uh, out of for whatever reason, for whatever reason. So I hope that that encourages you when you think about that. I don't want you to look at that verse and get discouraged. I want you to look at it and think, my God, death is the destiny of every man. And, and the truth of the matter is, you all, um, and I appreciate your patience with, with me talking about my son because, it, you know, I cry just about every day at some point. Um, I just think God has just really shown me that tomorrow's not guaranteed. You know, it'll be weird if we had these little clocks or something we wore that sort of ticked down to our last second of life. Now, that'd be really weird, right? But in a way, I wonder, wow, if something like that, if if we had something like that on our bodies, oh, my goodness, I don't even want to think about that, actually. But anyway, if we had something like that, how incredibly different would we live? What would you be doing differently right now? If you knew, for example, you know, you've got another, what, I don't know, 12 years to live, 23 years, you know, two years or what have you. I'm just simply trying my best to share my life, my griefs, my sorrows, uh, to breathe life into you and to put a smile on your face. So that each morning when you wake up and you realize that your hands are still warm, And you realize when you do this, that you can actually exhale it back out. In fact, do that for a moment. Do a breath in. Breathe it out. Because I did this the other day, so I'm going somewhere with this. Do it again. Breathe in. Breathe out. You know what that means? That means that you're still alive right now. That means you're still living right now. Touch your hands or your arms. You feel that little bit of warmth. Go ahead, like touch it, seriously. You feel that little bit of warmth or that little pulse you you may feel if you hold right there. That means that there's still blood going through your veins right now. And while that may seem so elementary to do, for those who have experienced seeing death, you can appreciate it more. Because when my son passed, there was no more breathing in and breathing out. And his hands grew ice cold. I wish I had pulled up this passage you guys can find it for me and put it in my, my content, my feed, um, that talks about uh, in the grave where, where we are going. Uh, it talks about there's neither planning or, or anything else that can be done. I think that is in Ecclesiastes actually as well. Um, I'm drawing a little bit of a blank, but I think it is in there where it talks about in the grave where we're going, there's no more planning. And then it just talks about how that's why while there's still life in our body, Um, we need to be enjoying it and we need to live while we have time because once we leave, we can't do any more planning. I'm trying to find it as I'm looking for you because I had it highlighted. Someone can find that and and, uh, just type it into the comment section. 
um, but the passage that talks about in the grave where we're going. And that's one of the passages, believe it or not, and I'm surprised I can't remember exactly where it's at right now. Um, but that's one of the passages that I think about quite a bit. Whenever I go and I sit and I, um, uh, I, I visit my son, believe it or not, I sit there and sometimes I literally will, will, will hold my warm hands or I, will, or I will look around at the different grave sites and um, I would say to myself, uh, my goodness, once I leave this earth, there is no more planning. There's no more of that that comes uh, from the grave. Oh, here it is. I just found it. Thank God, because I, I didn't know exactly where it was at. It's in Ecclesiastes chapter 9. And it says, uh, it talks about enjoying life uh, because all the days on earth are meaningless. And uh, uh, in, a, in, in verse 10, and I'm in chapter 9, verse 10, it says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For in the grave where you are going, there is neither working nor planning nor knowledge nor wisdom. It is done. There's no more planning. There's none of that. And as hard as it is uh, sometimes for me to sit by my son's gravesite, which I go all the time, um, I've never shared this, but um, Lord, give me wisdom. My husband and I bought the two um, plots that are next to my son so that one day in the future we can, you know, all be buried together. And what's really interesting is when I sit there at my son's site, I look at the two that we purchased for us. <laughs> um, because, you know, if you've ever buried somebody, you have to get those spots then or they could be taken by someone else later. And as spooky as that may sound, it actually encourages me. And the reason it encourages me is because it reminds me, oh, I'm going to be there one day. I'm going to say that again. The reason those two extra plots encourages me, even though it's a little spooky to look at it, it's a constant reminder. You're going to be in that spot one day. Now, I pray as many more decades off. I don't know what, what God's plans are. But it, 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 it's sort of a brutal look at reality. Looking at the brutal facts of reality is what I call it. That death is the destiny of every man. The living should take this to heart. So I'm going to end this. I'm praying that you're encouraged. I'm holding this little chart up again just so you can take a look. We all have our little charts whether you are willing to take a look at it or not, we all have an, uh, uh, our days numbered. That's a brutal fact of reality. So how are you going to live your life differently? What are you going to do? I'm not doing these podcasts because I have nothing else to do. My life is completely full. I have a million and one things on my plate. But this is one of the talents that God's given me. The gift of being able to share the gift of being able to, to speak and, to, and, and the gift of being able to go through my scriptures and the gift of being able just to reach people and uh, inspire and motivate and help people. This is one of the gifts he's given me that I'm choosing to use while my hands are still warm. 
while there's still air in my lungs. So what are you going to do while you still have time? I want to encourage you with this because I know fear is the primary reason why we don't do a lot of things. Every time you're tempted to feel fearful, of course, go to your scriptures and pray and all that stuff. That's just a given. But I really want you to get in the habit of saying to yourself, I don't have time to be fearful. My days are numbered. I don't know how many days I got. I pray I have thousands and thousands of days left. But I'm telling you guys again from firsthand experience, you could not have told me that that would be the last day that I would see my son. You don't have time to be fearful. There are some other things that I'm going to do. God's placed in my heart, uh, uh, you know, just some amazing things that's always kind of way been, been back way in the back of my spirit. And the temptation with one of those things, um, I'll go into detail in a very in an episode very, very soon. Um, but I thought, God, that's not, you know, what I'm kind of known for. And people are going to be thinking, okay, well, why does she do motivational stuff? But yet now she, you know, she's talking about this. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I don't have time to be fearful. If God's given me a talent, and as long as I'm not doing anything to shame my God, which I would never do, I'm going to use it. So I just want to know the commitments that you guys are going to make while your hands are still warm. I love you all. I love you. I love you. I love you. I pray that you guys have been encouraged. Please remember the words the next time you're fearful of doing anything because you're concerned about what someone will say or think. I want you to say to yourself, I do not have time to be fearful. Another thing, there's a podcast I did while, a while ago, and I think it's called something like Don't Fear Bags of Water. If you've never seen that podcast or listened to it, you should, because the whole premise is, you know, the body is mainly, what, 70 or 80 percent water or just about close to. Why do we fear a bag of water? That's literally what it is. It's kind of a funny podcast, but I think you guys will enjoy it. Anyway, I love you. Please keep praying for me as I keep praying for you. And I get, again, I pray that you guys have been inspired and encouraged. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. Bye-bye.